0: Voltaire was born on this day in 1694 Paris. François-Marie Arouet, known by his literary pseudonym Voltaire, was a French Enlightenment writer, historian, and philosopher, famous for his wit, his attacks on the established Catholic Church, and his advocacy of freedom of religion, freedom of expression, and separation of church and state. Voltaire was educated by the Jesuits at the Collège Louis-le-Grand, and by the time he left school, he had decided he wanted to be a writer against the wishes of his father, who wanted him to become a lawyer. Under his father's pressure, he studied law, but he continued to write, producing essays and historical studies. In 1713, his father obtained a job for him as a secretary to a French ambassador in the Netherlands. But Voltaire was forced to return to France after a scandalous affair and attempted elopement. Like most revolutionary thinkers, Voltaire had frequent trouble with the authorities over his critiques of the government. These activities would result in two imprisonments and a temporary exile to England. One satirical verse, in which Voltaire accused Philippe II, the Duke of Orleans, of incest with his own daughter, which led to an 11-month imprisonment in the Bastille, where he would, of course, pen his first financially successful play, Oedipus. Voltaire was a versatile writer, producing works in almost every literary form, including plays, poems, novels, essays, and historical and scientific works. He wrote more than 20,000 letters and more than 2,000 books and pamphlets, He was an outspoken advocate of civil liberties, despite the risk this placed him in under the strict censorship laws of the time. As a satirical polemicist, he frequently made use of his works to criticize intolerance, religious dogma, and the French institutions of his day. Voltaire's political and philosophical views can be found in nearly all of his prose writings, even in what would be typically categorized as fiction. Most of his prose, including such genres as romance, drama, or satire, were written as polemics with the goal of conveying radical political and philosophical messages. Voltaire had an enormous influence on the development of historiography through his demonstration of fresh new ways to look at the past, and was the first scholar to make a serious attempt to write the history of the world by eliminating theological frameworks, and instead emphasizing economics, culture, and political history. He treated Europe as a whole, rather than a collection of nations, and was the first to emphasize the debt of medieval culture to Middle Eastern civilization, consistently exposing the intolerance and frauds of the church over the ages. Likewise, in his criticism of the French society and existing social structures, Voltaire hardly spared anyone. He perceived the French bourgeoisie to be too small and ineffective, the aristocracy to be parasitic and corrupt, the commoners as ignorant and superstitious, and the church as a static and oppressive force, useful only on occasion as a counterbalance to the rapacity of kings, although all too often even more rapacious itself. Voltaire also distrusted democracy, which he saw as propagating the idiocy of the masses, and long thought only an enlightened monarch could bring about change, given the social structures of the time and the extremely high rates of illiteracy, and that it was in the king's rational interest to improve the education and welfare of his subjects. But his disappointments and disillusions with Frederick the Great changed his philosophy and soon gave birth to his most enduring work, his satirical novella, Candide or Optimism. Published in 1759, Candide is at its heart a savage denunciation of metaphysical optimism, then promoted by German philosopher Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz, and instead reveals a world of horrors and folly. Voltaire's Candide was influenced directly by various atrocities of the mid 18th century most notably the devastating Lisbon earthquake of 1755, the outbreak of the horrific Seven Years' War in the German states, and the unjust execution of the English admiral John Bing. This philosophical tale is often hailed as a paradigm of the Enlightenment, but it is also an ironic attack on the optimistic beliefs of the Enlightenment. Voltaire's critique is directed at Leibniz's Principle of Sufficient Reason, which maintains that nothing can be so without there being a reason why it is so. The consequence of this principle is the belief that the actual world must be the best one humanly possible. At the opening, the young and naive Candide, schooled in this optimistic philosophy by his Leibnizian tutor Pangloss, who claims that all is for the best in this best of all possible worlds, is ejected from the magnificent castle in which he's raised. The rest of the novel details the multiple hardships and disasters that Candide and his various companions meet along their travels, including war, rape, theft, hanging, shipwrecks, earthquakes, cannibalism, and slavery. Although these experiences gradually erode Candide's optimistic belief, he and his companions display an instinct for survival that gives them hope in an otherwise somber setting. And it's in the finale, when they all retire together to a simple life on a small farm, where they discover that the secret of happiness is not excessive idealism or nebulous metaphysics, but it's at their feet, And it's in the literal and figurative task of cultivating one's own garden where true and universal contentment really lies. I'll leave you with this exact moment in what is certainly one of humanity's most aspirational and poignant musical moments. Make Our Garden Grow from the finale of Leonard Bernstein's Candide.
1: and the so-
0: Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.